All right, we're back with part two. That's right, part two, not part one, part two. There wouldn't be a part two without part one, so make sure you download it and listen to part one. All right, here we go. Now on to the Wrestling Mayhem Crew. That's right, it is part two of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. The show that brings you the mayhem to your ears. And of course, for part two, we're going to start off, because we're the only two left in the room, an in-depth interview with the Silent Ninja. Step up to the mic, step up to the mic. So, uh, Silent Ninja, tell us, what do you aspire to do here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show? And And Silent Ninja, what do you have to say to these allegations that you were comprised, essentially, of the essence of your enemies and jawbones? It's all true. It's all true! You've heard it here! Silent Ninja confirms the truth of the jawbones um uh, what do you how do you feel tell the your legions of fans out there how do you feel being a youtube star now pretty good pretty good he feels pretty good guys he feels pretty good he hit himself he's that he's he's ecstatic ecstatic i tell you you're missing it will we, we were having an in-depth interview with the silent do you have any questions for the man that is silent what's going on not much that's cool this is the greatest interview ever here on the Mayhem Show, folks. Yes, 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 yes. You doing okay? Yeah. For those just tuning in to part two and, and didn't tune in for part one, go download it because a lot happened. We didn't even get to our IWC review because somebody accidentally punctured a cocaine can in his mouth. Whoops. I'm sorry. And then down to second one. Had to be done. Yeah, so you should have seen him on the porch. Yum, yum, he was, yummy. He went from one moment wondering if his heart was going to stop to just rolling around in the grass, which is really disgusting because the dog poops out there in the front yard. Down in my tummy. <laughs> the, the cocaine, not, not the dog poop. I didn't roll <laughs> anywhere. He doesn't remember. You're, you, you're fucking with me, sorry. No, I'm not. No, you are. You're always no, fucking I with me. You, you don't, you, you, oh, I can't fuck with him when he's not all fucked up. Now he's all fucked up on energy drink and cocaine. I'm going to fuck with him. Take opportunity. Sorg's an opportunist. The Give man. me that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me to drink it. Get in here. No. I want another drink. Give you don't want any more of this stuff. <laughs> no, you don't want any more of this stuff. It will hurt you. <laughs> you will. Yeah. yeah. What? Cocaine. That's what. Is, my, is this mic even on? Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's that's how it's done. Well, apparently, they they were talking about my porch is made of shit. I don't know what. Um, and then I just confirmed it by telling that story. Oh wow, <laughs> that's fucked up. Anyways, anyways. Um, get this shit away from me. I don't want any more of that. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> fuck, sword. Make up your fucking mind, you, you do, fucking cocaine. Give me any more energy drinks? Jesus Christ, you I fucking, just down two cones of cocaine. You, you fucking cocaine I addict, you fiend. You're a fiend. Anyways, don't look you, at me funny. You want to finish talking about IWC or not? What happened on IWC, Will? <laughs> oh, in your own words. Man, people were bleeding. Little kids were getting scared and telling off John McChesney. It was super... That was, a that, was that was well. I guess Chad was giving him the thumbs up. <sighs> huh? Yeah, Chad loved uh, Fabu, but um, there was this one little kid in a Hawaiian shirt that was yelling at uh, Chesney, and <laughs> that was good. He was a smart little kid. But now it was a kid's birthday, and we were sitting in the birthday section, and um, uh, the the world title match, Dennis Gregory and uh, 
Feb, no. Dennis <laughs> no, Gregory, Ricky Reyes, Ricky Reyes, Brent Albright, Ricky Reyes, Brent Albright. They just tore the shit. Well, first they tore the shit out of the other section on the other side, but of the not arena. as much as our section. They were throwing Dennis Gregory across merch tables, and it was nuts. And then they went to the other side and fucking brawling into chairs. And Brent Albright beat up Ricky Reyes, and then he started stacking chairs up. And then didn't he went to suplex him into him, but it didn't work. And Reyes everybody got thrown in the chairs, and and they almost grabbed the chest flex or pizza. We didn't even talk about that. We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> and Dennis Gregory uh, came off the top rope onto the chairs, fucking himself up. Uh, Brent Albright got uh, Albright. Brent Albright got busted open above the eyes, all fucked up, and bad. And then um, yeah, they almost ruined our. One of a kind, three pieces of chest flexor pizza. Chest flexor was signed pizza. Yes, but we have pictures of this up on the MySpace. At the intermission. Uh, I, I just send you the ones I took. Okay. Uh, well, you have access, so. I have access, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Chest, um, chest flexor was signing pizza. We heard about this from, uh, didn't we hear, who did we hear from? About the pizza? Yeah. Chad. Was it Chad? Chad called him over from the other side of the fucking arena. He said, you yeah. get over here and sell me some chest flexor He's just yelling. He's like, chest flexor across the palisades. Chest flexor came over from the other side and signed in slices of pizza. And he sold them for a dollar. The and man has to pay his rent. Sold how it about, to Chad. How about a professional wrestler? Sold a slice to me. Sold okay, a slice he's ring crew right now, but still. He's I got the special training. Heat. Double XL chest yes, flexor yes. pizza. And of course, Doc Remedy ate his piece. Yeah, because he's insane. And Sword <laughs> well, didn't buy a piece. I didn't have any money. Someone's got to be cents. a Nazi and not buy pizza. Nazi. Nazis hated pizza, Sword. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Now you know. <laughs> chest flexor. <laughs> All right. We almost, flexor. we almost had a complete set. But we didn't. No, well, well. The sword. <laughs> oh, he's sad now. I made him sad. I am. I am. Uh, I am but sad. anyway, our chest flexor pizza remained undamaged, which is great. The, actually, uh, Bobby Williams uh, kicked it out of the way. Yeah. That was good of him. Good of him. Thank you, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, Mr. Bean. The uh, the referee. Mr. Bean. Who talks really soft. Yes, he does. Mm. I like, I'm like right beside the guy. He's like. Oh, he's all, all mumbling to himself, can't count to ten. No wonder nobody listens to him. Yeah. Thor tall. Not like CJ Sensation. Get off the man's hair! Get off the man's hair! That's my cause! That's my cause! I want that's, him to just belt that out in the middle of a match. That's how CJ awesome. Sensation does. Yeah. But yeah. either way, um, new champion. Dennis Gregory. Dennis Gregory. Brent Albright. Brent Albright is a... Dennis Gregory did his little heel turn on Norm and said... Brent's a fan of Dennis Gregory. I'm fucking running this motherfucker. I told you to cancel and fire this motherfucker in the next. And then, um... And I learned something after that match. Be wary of shaking somebody's hand that you know was bleeding during the match. Went to shake Brent Albright's hand. I had one hand full, so I went out like this with the right. Uh -huh. And he, like, kind of started and was like, Oh, this is the bloody hand. He just oh, kind of gave me one of those, kind of one like these. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, all right, man. It's... Yeah, no, right. <laughs> he got out. jacked in the face, man. I, I, I'm pretty Bleeding sure. All over the place. I'm pretty sure IWC pretty much has a no blood out policy, um, but it happens. Reyes got busted open in a homicide match. Yeah, something. But but when they do it, they actually got. I mean, it looks like they actually got caught on the eye or something. 
when it happens and it looks legit instead of a cut. C. So. C. So, um, so I, cool. I think he got jacked in the face when they were rolling around in the chairs or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, very good. So that was very cool. Was, and of course, interesting and... new tag team champions. New tag team They had a gauntlet. Champions. And of course, the last ones out there. Uh, well, what? you know, you gotta give a full story. Full story. Full story? Tell us the full Three story. People came out first. It was uh, uh, um, the Heartthrobs. Matt's favorite tag team. Matt's favorite tag team, the Heartthrobs. Yeah, look at, <laughs> he, look at him. He loves them. He's smoldering. He is smoldering. <laughs> don't hit me. Uh, but, um, don't, seriously, don't hit me. I don't think my heart can take it right now. He's giving me the giant hand. The, ah, the <laughs> giant. Anyway, heartthrobs, they were the first team out. And they're like, oh, we're going to run the gauntlet. Ah, motherfucker. Nah. And uh, then it was Michael the Bomber Facade, friend of the show. And new IWC roster edition, Michael Johnny Gargano. Is it Gargano? It's Gargano. Gargano. I, I know that. And Johnny, I, it's Johnny Gargano. I know we were bushing the shit out of his name, but them coming out... Anyways, continue. <laughs> Catch your breath and continue the story. I know, it's a breathless story. It is. For the ages. No, it's cocaine. It's kind of killing me. Okay. Uh, Johnny Gargano came out and and then they're standing the entranceway. Bomber did his whole tagging business. Tagging is in spray painting for you squares out there listening. And uh, then suddenly, whose music hits? Sexual harassment, friends of the show. And um, they're like. Ah. I'll tell you what, guys. Missy apparently renamed him Johnny Bananas. Johnny Bananas. There you go. Why is it Johnny Bananas? Because uh, uh, Missy we got We got lost with his name, too, so they renamed him. Johnny Bananas. Johnny Bananas. The cue ball of diamonds. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual harassment came out, and they said, guys, we have to beat them up, so we're going to trade numbers. Talking to Bomber and Gargano. Gargano, Bono. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> and they did. So they beat up those guys and it was good. Who was on next? I don't know. Was it the uh, Gambitos? No, no, it was, it was a Hollywood Balls. Oh. Hollywood Balls. No, it was Mafia. Hollywood Balls. Mafia. Ho- no, the Hollywood Balls came no, out before the mafia. mafia. They beat up them, the Balls, and they beat up the Gambinos, and then they had to get... No. Yes. No. Mafia Cleveland Mafia. What did I say? You said sexual harassment. No, they I didn't. Did. I said the Cleveland Mafia. No, you said sexual Rewind harassment. the tape. I said the really... Fuck your tape! There is that tape. Either way. What did you What did he say? He said there is no tape. See, this is the digital age of high <laughs> and high tech. Anyways, long story short. Long story mafia short. Mafia ran through like three or four teams. Last up was Gargano, Bananas, where the fuck is yeah. name in the facade. Yeah. And uh, they pulled out a victory. Yes, out impressive. of nowhere. Fantastic match. I, I do have to say, I really... We told, we, we, it was we, the, debuting, the, debut, the debut of Johnny Bananas. <laughs> he was great. Yes, he, he was. He was really good. His, his facial expressions were good. He's, he's clearly a very talented wrestler. I'm glad he's going to be sticking around with IWC at least long enough for a couple of shows to hold these tag belts with Bomber. Um, so, and I'd also like to point out, uh, there's a little trend I've noticed involving... What the fuck is that? Uh, he just pulled the twisted patch out of his ass, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, there's a there's a trend with our friends of the show. Have you noticed this? Have you noticed? Sword? Especially Friday night. BFF, right? BFF. We interview them. Tag gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Fellas, Sean Chesney. Had a little the, deal with Delirious. Picked up the super indie title. Yes, after yes, our he interview. Did. After our interview, interview sexual harassment. Who picked up the tag titles? at sexual harassment. No, they didn't. They didn't? No. And no, they didn't. No. no, they didn't. No, no. Their times are coming. <laughs> Their times are coming. They had a few of the former WWE stars to put them over. Yeah. You know what else happened, what though? What happened? We what had happened? Gambinos in the studio. Yes, we did. Those motherfuckers tagged gold. No, though they already had it when they came in. Yes, they did. But but because they were going to come in. Exactly. Even though we didn't know it yet. Shut up. That's we okay. Knew. We That's knew. okay. It's in the stars. And then, of course. Bomber. Bomber. Bomber had Bomber in the studio. Motherfucker picks up the tag gold. That's right. Eric Young, getting a push on TNA, just as good. He's on TV, motherfuckers! He was before he was on Shut the up. Okay, okay. He's friends with Jeff Jarrett. Friends with Jeff Jarrett. Who owns TNA? Magic dancing time. Magic dancing time. That's what's going on. And of For course... Friends of the show, it's like the Colbert bump. Except it's the Wrestling Mayhem show bump. And of course, what? Larry Sweeney. Larry Sweeney. Had him on the show. What's he now? Oh, he's a super indie champion. And we just bullshit with Jason Gorey. We'll see him every now and again. We'll bullshit with him. And that just that little small amount is enough to win him the super indie title, at least for an evening. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You can't do it because I'm not. Holy crap, <laughs> Holy shit. You can't. I'm you gonna, can't. I want to give you fan mail, but but I think you'll explode. Give me the fan mail. I'll read that shit. I love reading fan mail. Without fans, there wouldn't be a show. Um, so yeah, that was IWC. It was a fantastic night. Like we mentioned, uh, Ruckus was there, uh, formerly of WSX. Didn't really get to see him wrestle there, but it doesn't matter because we got to see him wrestle. Shima I Zion. See, I think I did see a match with him. Well, either way, we saw him. We saw him at Super Indie wrestled against Shima Zion. Fantastic, almost match of the night. Fantastic, <clears throat> super good, super good. I, I enjoyed it wholeheartedly. I'm looking forward to seeing him back in an IWC ring, hopefully very soon. All right. First, before we get to the fan mail, we have a fan message. What is it? What does it say? Um, what does it say? By the way, speaking of messages on the MySpace page, if you haven't yet, go to the MySpace page, look for my uh, shiny little username in the comments, and watch the Fedor video. And actually, uh, also, I've added well, again. I've added this last week on the show, but uh, the Twitter uh, uh, comments are now on the WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, so you can see what we're twittering and uh, click the link and join Twitter yourself uh, so you can get your messages from the Mayhem Show and whatever friends you may pick up off of there. Um, and, uh, and and soon I'll be putting the uh, that little applet for the messages on the mayhemshow.com. Uh, it's already on the MySpace, uh, myspace.com slash Russell Mayhem Show. And that's where we're going right now. It is. And GJ Lunchbox's DJ. eyelids are going to fall off, my, sir. My name is not and actually, DJ. I think we have two DJ's. new ones. A DJ? What is that? Um, how many of you is there? Nine? Whoa, we got like three new messages. How many is there? This is up to 11. Ah, uh, there's three. Somebody new. fucking... <laughs> yeah, drop a bomb on I don't us. I know. Okay, okay, anyways, here we go. Let me see if it makes this volume. Right. I haven't heard any. Ladies yet. and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, it is now time for the phenomenal... Brian Chappelle to make his return to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. 
It has gone on for too long. The reign of Jimbo is coming to an end. For you all may remember that I was the first three-time Wrestling Mayhem Show Fan of the Week. And now, Jimbo thinks he's on the top of the world. Leave of the past, you had your chances. And the rest of you, Jamie, and all the rest, have had your chances to shine in the light. But Jimbo, you are my main threat right now. So I'm saying it live on the MySpace page, on the answer machine for the Wrestling Mayhem Show. That's on May 15th. 2007, the phenomenal Brian Chappelle will be the brand new Wrestling Mayhem Show Chad the Shad Fan of the Week. Be afraid, Jimbo. Be very afraid. Announcement? Announcement? Chad, Chad the Shad isn't here this week. I'm picking the Fan of the Week. I just Are you? Decided, Are yeah. you? Well, I think we should wait for that. Oh, I guess. I, he said he was going to call in, so I don't know if he's going to call in. If he doesn't, I'm picking. If he, I, doesn't. if he doesn't call in by, like... Half an hour in the show. Yeah, yeah. But we're still going over stuff. Absolutely. Now there's other messages. I did not preview these because uh, they apparently happened last night during Heroes. Yes. So uh, this is new to me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening to the WWE Hall of Famer, the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes. I have wined and dined with kings and queens. I have slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. But I have never listened to a show like the Wrestling Mayhem show. And I just want to put out my props to Mad Mike for having me call into this wonderful show, if you will. So please vote for him for Fan of the Week. Thank you, and have a good night, if you will. <laughs> wow. Huh, Dusty Rhodes calls into the Mayhem show. Giving props to Mad Mike. Yeah. yeah. Hot diggity damn. Yeah, I got a... Uh, What's going on in the chat room? Sort of gesturing and looking surprised. Mac has just got one giant wait one moment. <laughs> that just filled, if you will, from Matt, from Matt Mike. If you will. Oh my god. If you will. Okay, here we go, here we go. This is the last message we have also from last night, not previewed by us. Ooh, yeah, it's the Macho Man Randy Savage calling in for the Wrestling Mayhem Show, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Mad Mike, and he told me that if I wanted to listen to about wrestling on the interwebs, then I had to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show, yeah. And I gotta say, I like it, and I like it, I like it, yeah. So you guys just keep doing what you're doing, and I'll keep doing what I'm doing, yeah, which is absolutely nothing. <laughs> Alright, I gotta get going, because they want me to do Spider-Man 4 and other Bones on the Grog cameo. And have a good night, guys. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> How does this man have this many contacts? <laughs> I, I'm speechless. Right? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Wow, indeed. Fans of the show pulling it out. Nah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Oh, hell. Oh, man. Give me that laptop. To... No. I'm, oh, I'm afraid you're going to eat the laptop. <laughs> I'm not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not hungry. You, I'm not... you do not have the proper breads and meats to make it a delicious laptop. Sorg, there's energy cans all over. You never fucking take out the trash, Matt. God damn. Look at this. We got fucking soapy cans and... Uh, rock stars and cocaines and uh, steak and shake. <laughs> There's a keyboard over here. <laughs> God damn. 
The energy drinks want to participate in the show. Fucking grabbing keyboards and shit and lightsabers. They're getting riled up is what's going on. You can't let these energy drinks have an inch. They will take a mile. Fan mail time. All right. Um, Fuck, man. <laughs> My head's going to pop. Are your, are your eyes uh, not <laughs> no, vibrating cool. enough that you can read? No, that's cool. Okay. Okay. Right. They're kind of shifty right now. We do indeed have an email from Vimovias. Yes. And I give that to you now. <clears throat> Guys, I hope you are all well. I've started a new job that is sucking the life out of me, but as with all things, I shall overcome. I do like the irony of the fan of the week being named after little old me. And I am yet to be a winner. A winner? A winner. Oh, a winner. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, in my current job situation, I have neither the time nor the resources to compete with the young chaps who are winning the venerable honor. Well, well I thought we, we established that Vim is the official... Vim is the original, original fan of the fan week. of Everness. Yeah, yeah. Vim, or something of that fashion. Vim is indeed the original fan of the week. Fan, not be rivaled yes. regardless of what these young men do. Yes, yes. But, this, is, this was inspired by, by Vim. Absolutely, absolutely. So, because he is the original fan. I'm not, well, I don't know about the original fan, but the it's original still, yeah. fan of mention-ness or mm, something. Excuse me. And It's a good thing. And I fully applaud them. But as with everything in this modern go get 'em world in which we live, I implore them to do yet more. Be more creative, be more controversial, and at all costs, try and fight another Mayhem Militia member, for it is only by com competing amongst ourselves that we better ourselves. And from, from Mad Mike, Vimmel's slight mention makes the ladies of Mayhem's knees weak. I can't argue with that. Oh, fan of the Millennium. Fan of the Millennium. I can't even fucking say it, dude. And Deez's knees. Deez's Zing. Knees. Oh, dear. This, uh, they're, they're, uh, they've been ripping on Deez pretty good tonight in the chat room. So. Now, as I've mentioned before, I am always going to be writing to you guys a week behind the current state of wrestling. And this week, I have been very impressed with the way that WWE has adapted to losing two of the main players in the company. The loss of Taker has disappointed me much, and already I can't wait for him to come back and pick up the title again. But, given his age, I can't see him coming back for too many, coming back from too many more serious injuries. The dedication he's had to keep his body in shape is something that I very much admire, as recovering, recovering from surgery is something that I've done several times, and clearly not very well. As a little aside, check out the new pick I added, which we will. <clears throat> Okay. You okay? I, you sure? <laughs> I'm good. Wow. The two pins that look like they're on... No, the two pins that look like they're on their way out are probably going to have to come out. That knee is basically ruined, and guess what? It's mine. Ooh. It's probably a picture of his knee. Anyway. Kennedy's injury is a big problem for the WWE, as they need main event performers that can go that can go for a program for a minimum of three months. That's with character development and numerous matches that always lead to the next big match. So, someone has to have the charisma to draw the people into the character and be entertained by what they say, and they have to be physically able to withstand the punishment of numerous matches. Kennedy has had some bad injuries in the last few years, but Cena hasn't missed a single match due to injury at all. Look at it, Batista has been out, so has Edge, Orton, and now Taker and Kennedy. Cena is clearly the guy the WWE should be building around. 
he gets a reaction and is proven to be tough enough to go through the rigors of a life on the road. Lost my place. Okay. And while the roster loses main players, Benoit remains in a program building up a future star. The program needs him at the top now, but no Henry and Kali are going to both be getting title shots very soon. No. But no, Henry and Kali are going to be getting title shots very soon. And now some discussion topics. Uh, before that, we do have another comment from the chat room uh, from, from uh, Mac. Uh, Vimmel can just walk down London Street, see a hot chick, and be like, you blow me, and she, sa and she shall. And Vimmel saw it was good. Uh, I think he's a little more subtle than that. But <laughs> no, I think he's just talking of the potential of the Vimmel. <laughs> Why do you think they're holding Benoit off the top programs? Uh, I actually read about a reason for that. It's um, a lot of people feel his uh, inability to cut a top-notch promo has, is holding him back severely in the eyes of WWE management. So that's why that's it's yet another reason why I think the Horseman reforming is a fantastic again, idea. Again, Benoit, good worker, not <clears throat> not the ideal candidate in WWE's eyes for what they want to represent WWE. Mm -hmm. But but great for Mick Carter in their eyes because I mean he's he's well liked, has a reputation, and can make somebody look really good. You know, I mean absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm, seriously, man, reform the Horseman, throw him in there, and for God's sake, if, let just let Flair and Arn Anderson work the if stick. If nothing else, That's there's a lot of people. At. There's a lot of people in there that could benefit from bringing back more managers. <sighs> we already Absolutely. seen a little bit with with uh, Umaga. Look at Umaga and Estrada. Oh yeah. Uh, now now Umaga is being put over by the entire McMahon family as a sort of semi faction. It's <sighs> amazing. Kali, they're making a mistake with Kali. He needs to have a well. I guess he does have a mouthpiece there now, but uh, we, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that. I don't, the Davari, I thought would have been a better one. They, they, they should have kept with him. They should have kept Davari because this new guy, I don't see a lot of charisma in him. No. And did you see how he kept touching him, clinging on his arm and touching his back? It was gross and weird. Yeah, it just it's odd. And, and, and the females are out there, but the females aren't a mouthpiece. They're eye candy right now. Well, Tori, when you know, in her latest run with uh, Carlito. Michelle McCool was running with London. No, no, not Michelle McCool. Ashley was running Ashley, with London and Kendrick. Yeah. But there was nothing there. I mean, these guys just came out, wrestled, and went home. Yeah. There's no promos. There's no nothing. There's just then do some domino. They're coming out and they have their eye candy and they're talking and they're on the mic. And you know, I ha I hate the gimmick personally, but they're on the mic and they're doing something. Mm -hmm. You know, London and Kendrick. I don't I don't remember an interview during their entire title reign. Yeah, everything was on WWE.com. There wasn't any interviews. Yeah, and that's, I thought we were about the interviews. So why aren't we letting them do it? Why aren't we letting these guys get on the mic? Why aren't we getting giving them mouthpieces to put on the mic? Because there's a lot of problems in the industry. Yeah, I mean, why don't we find out if someone's eye candy can actually talk on the stick and put, them on, put one in their face? <laughs> talk on the stick. That's my little rant on that. Excellent. Good stuff. Why are they not promoting CM and Kenny? They are kind of promoting CM. Basically, C CM, CM Punk runs Raw or runs ECW. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than Bobby and Bobby, uh, Bobby is like the uh, Bobby runs every other program. Yeah, Bobby's like the 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 parent that isn't home if he's supposed to be the top of the ECW right now. Um, the ECW originals are running their thing, and now thing with Vince. I don't know if that's a shaken disagreement or a sheezer. What? I didn't do anything. <laughs> no, as far as Kenny Dykstra is concerned, I, I really don't know. I think he's got nothing but potential. 
Yes. Oh, so definitely. Pick him up. Uh, they're they, not they're doing anything with him. I mean, all, all we've seen from him is that little uh, gay uh, angle in uh, the chat room. Yeah, when he's yeah, plowing Randy Orton in the ass. Plowing Randy Orton. Speaking of which. I stuck in the wrong hole. Speaking of which. <laughs> what the fuck does Orton do now? Can he ever get back on track? Heat. No, no they, gonna, they won't drop him that. They're low. gonna they're gonna keep semi pushing him. But here's the thing, all this shit goes down on SmackDown. You know why they moved Edge? Look at look at okay the other top four performers. They're not gonna move Orton. I mean, they're not gonna move Cena. Or is it time to bring somebody up on Raw? You know, yeah. I mean, Kelly already is. There's this, plenty of guys on there they can bring Orton. up. The problem with Orton is he's he's inconsistent. You never know when he's gonna tweak out and fuck somebody in the ass or destroy a hotel room or you know. Start rimming out Big Kali or, um, wait, no. Yeah. What the shit? <laughs> or, or, you know, pooping in gym bags or pissing on Rey Mysterio's front lawn while, you know, Rey Mysterio's there. Um, like, seriously, he's, he's, he's untrustworthy. So they're gonna, they're gonna kind of push him, but not to the magnitude where if it's at the drop of a hat, they can, they can, they can just push him to the back and no one will notice. Um, that's why, I mean, he's not going to get, he's not going to get a run with the title. Cena, Cena is, you know, they're building Raw around Cena, so there's no touching him there. And Shawn Michaels has too big of an ego to get moved to SmackDown, so Edge steps up, and he's the company man, and, um, you know what I mean? So, that's why, I mean, Orton's just inconsistent. I don't think he can ever get back on track. You know what I'm looking forward to? Sally needs to chime in on some of these discussion questions. You have an opinion on anything? Drugs and shoulders. What if you do? If you do, feel free to get in here. Yeah. You're part of the show, too, whether you like it or not. Okay, moving on. I like Edge as the world champ. I wonder if he's going to get a new belt, dot, dot, dot. I don't think so. Uh, they like fucking with the WWE Championship. They did it for Steve Austin. They did it with whoever else. Uh, they haven't done it with the other ones. It's just the the, the um, WCW title. Yeah, it's, it's just history, kind of floating around SmackDown until it gets back I, to I Raw hope they and don't change it. it, it back it, and start blowing loads on it again. You know that's what he does. It's his belt. Wouldn't you? No. That's nasty. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I think they're trying to attach some of that history uh, unspoken with the WCW. Um, I, they're going to change it eventually. I mean, this is a belt that that more or less hasn't been changed in about twenty years. Yeah. I mean, except they put red rhinestones in it. But see, that's the thing, though. That's isn't that the point of belts? They shouldn't be changed. You're you're not just you're not just the tag belt. For a title. The, the tag belt wasn't changed for like twenty years. The yeah. uh, the the world heavy the WWF world heavyweight belt, the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was more or less the same from. 80 late 80s till till Austin changed it. Mm-hmm. So, oh wait, no, didn't it get changed after they destroyed it to make it the hardcore title? When did it get destroyed? I don't know. I think didn't Mr. Perfect do it or something? Smash it with a sledgehammer? I can't remember. I thought he destroyed the Intercontinental one. <laughs> well, I know Vin, uh, Valentine destroyed the Intercontinental belt. Was the original? Oh, well, I think uh, they, I'm sure they did it in the Indies actually. I don't know. Um, but yeah, now that you mentioned, I think Mr. Perfect did, but that. I thought was the Intercontinental Belt. I I'm could be sure wrong. It was the world title. It was all really? smashed and taped together. I'll find a picture of it, man. Well, after we get done through the mail, we'll, here. we'll Wikipedia that. But either, I mean, either way. Um, Still, anyways. 
I, I don't think they should be changing these titles. No, because not... you're not you're not fighting just for the title. You're not fighting like you're fighting for the lineage, for the history, for the prestige. Yes, that's that's why I mean, it's supposed to be. Well, I mean, the, there's an the uh, WWE title. There is, is there is a point to updating them so often to keep them fresh. So it doesn't. It, so I mean, they're 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 struggling. Yes, we have all these lineage, but the kids today don't care about that lineage. So we gotta keep this fresh. Now, I mean, we had something. I mean, some of it makes sense. Like when we had the belts unite, we had the the, the uh, undisputed world title for a while, mm -hmm. and and then that developed into just the WWE belt, which eventually developed into what Cena has now. Mm -hmm. I like that this has become the look of the belt. Instead of this, when Cena has it, mm -hmm. I mean, this has been the belt for three years now. How long has Cena had it? I, okay, yes, a majority of those three years, but it's not like he's been the only one that has it. He was training back and forth with Edge. Edge, of course, Edge had his rated R belt for for like a week. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, still, this is—it's not just a one-off thing like the like the uh, rattlesnake belt was. Or didn't we have a Brahma bull belt or something for a minute? I think, for, I think the, the Rock did have a belt. I mean, and that's, I mean, that was, I mean, Austin was that fucking big that they would do that. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Now, I can't argue with that. I mean, that was a part of his style, his rebelliousness. It fit the storyline. Mm -hmm. Now. Also, didn't, what the fuck, didn't Rock throw it in the river or something? Um, he threw, I thought he threw the IC. Yeah. He, yeah, that's how I think they got rid of the Brahma bull belt. But I think. That was revenge for when uh, Austin had a hand over his IC belt to Rock and and threw it in the river. So I'm not sure. I, I just read something about that the other day, refreshing my memory. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and Cena's another character. You know, like it or not, Cena is probably the biggest new champion we've had in in the WWF since Austin. Mm -hmm. You know, granted, Triple H had it for a few years and all that, but he was here most of the time, you know, so people aren't going to... I mean, he carries the company in his way, but it's not its not somebody you can become the face of the company yeah. like that. I mean, you know, as good as Triple H is, we'll argue that, you know, I'm sure, but, you know, it just... Seen as that marketable guy, like Austin was. He's the guy they're putting in action figures on... Is facing on posters and selling a shitload of them right now. Oh, yeah. And not Austin proportions, granted, but he is that guy mm -hmm. right now. Definitely not Batista. Batista's too bland and just another muscle guy for yeah. the most part. And again, he's inconsistent. He's been proven that. Um, and he's not young. He's like 40 years old. His age has become an issue. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're afraid of him carrying it for too long and having to depend on him and they know they're not going to be able to write up a future. Cena can be around for another 20 years. He's obviously not injury prone. He's been injured like twice since he started in WWF yeah. and been back in a few months. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I did uh, I did Wikipedia the hardcore title. Okay. It is in fact the old WWE Championship. Yeah. It's all shattered because there's a replica one right there and I'm looking at the picture on the screen. Here's some uh, interesting little bit of uh, trivia here I'm, I'm discovering. Most title reigns for the WWE Hardcore title, 27 by Raven. Uh, Remember there was 24-7 rules yes. for a while, and these were the guys that were the mid to low carters that they just kind of tossed in for no reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, um, it changed about 12 times during WrestleMania. The, the longest title reign was the Big Boss Man, held it for 95 days. 
after he won it from the British Bulldog. Um, I remember that. The shortest reign was Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam beat Tommy Dreamer for it on Raw, and it was the shortest reign because directly after that, the title was retired. So his so the his reign ended right after the match ended. What was this? Who was he fighting? Tommy Dreamer. August 26, 2002 episode of Raw to unify the Hardcore and Intercontinental Championships. Hmm. If this reign is discounted... Why do I thought... I thought like Jeff and... Jeff Hardy and him unified them. I don't think so. Wikipedia. It is what... The oldest... Wikipedia is never wrong. The oldest (laughs) champion, Pat Patterson, at 59 years old. After he beat Gerald Briscoe for it. Lost it six days later to Crash I have no idea. Um, youngest champion, Christopher Nowicki. Nowinski? Nowinski. Uh, he was only 23. Another Heaviest. guy, another guy. He could have been, really, he could have been, he could have been the next JBL. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he yeah. was, he was a great heel. A lot of potential. Shame Bob Holly had to fuck it all up. Um, Big Show, heaviest champion, 507 pounds. Lightest champion, Terry Runnels, 100 pounds. It actually surprises me that no midgets won it. I think uh, this was a dry spell in the midget history in the WWF. <laughs> a dry spell. They're a little short on talent. I'm sorry it was there. Yeah. I, I I apologize. I, it was there. You're right. It was I, there. I mean, that that was just... I can't I can't fault you for that. Uh, right, Vimel. All the best, guys. I swear I, I can hope... hear the audience groan <laughs> through the, the I hope, dancer tubes. I hope everyone... <laughs> I hope everyone has recovered from mishaps, and always I wish you well, and hope that my little contribution has added a bit of light and inspiration to your days. Till the militia rises again, Vim. Again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Is there going to be another revolution? <laughs> <laughs> so it seems. Okay. Moving on. Thank you. Always great to have a Vim mail. And uh, I thought there was a comment I went, oh. What what's going on? A uh, Vimal is like a mortal Zeus. Wait, what am I saying? Vimal is not mortal. A mortal Zeus? Oh, I forgot I posted this video. Did you see it? The JR screaming about Skittles compilation. Wait, wait, bring that over here. Bring that over here. Yeah, plug that shit in. Make it play. Make it have audio on the Intertron. Me and uh, me and Silent Ninja were watching this earlier today. After after you're doing this, I'm gonna call Chad the Shad Sorry and see that. what that motherfucker's doing. <sighs> don't do cocaine. Silent Ninja, don't do cocaine. <laughs> Seriously, it's not uh, kosher. It's made of pork rind. Monday Night Raw is brought to you by... I love these. All fruity, delicious, delicious, fruity, fruity, yeah! They're skittles. <laughs> and by... Uh, well, I don't part that person. AutoZone. JR doesn't know what to do. AutoZone. And Monday Night Raw is brought to you by... Skittles, motherfucker. Skittles. Oh my god, they're fruity. Oh, fruity. Spank my ass, they're fruity. 
fruity delicious. Fruity, fruity Skittles. Wow. Put them in your woman's vagina and that will... Whoa. Oh, what, 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 what? <laughs> what? Oh. What's going on? <laughs> it's phone call time. Oh, okay. You didn't know? Oh, you didn't. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> phone call time, answer your phone. God damn it, answer your phone. Bitch fist. Bitch fist! Chad, the bitch fist, Chad. God damn it. Oh, he's getting a very oh, abrasive voicemail. Racist? Abrasive. Oh, okay. I ain't racist. Crack ass motherfucker. Motherfucker, Chad, Chad, aren't you good to be on the wrestling mayhem show? You know what's gonna happen now? Now! I'm gonna fuck your mom. Whoa! Double time! I'm on cocaine! Like speed of light fucking. That's what's going on right there. Motherfucking Chad to Shad and be on a motherfucking wrestling mayhem show. What? Don't mouth it, say it! Norm Connors! Norm Connors! Norm Connors, yeah! Sold your mother into slavery to me! Yeah! She gets me energy drinks and sandwiches! And I love sandwiches! You know what else she gets me? Fruity! Fruity! Delicious fruity! Oh god damn! They're fruity Skittles! That'll get that motherfucker riled. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's in for at Sorgstock! Motherfucker doesn't know what he's in for! Neither does Doc Remedy! You know, you're my tag partner. You know what no you're No idea. For. You never told me the game plan. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Drop a bomb on him. We have no plan. We have, no, we have a very distinct plan. What's that? I'm going to go in there and beat the shit out of the other two. What am I going to do? You are going to watch from the sidelines because I am an honorable gentleman. There will be no interfering. What is a tag match? In this triple threat match. Oh, that one. That one, yeah. Oh, tag match. Tag match. Tag I don't know match. What we're doing. I just know I show up. We are gonna destroy these motherfuckers. Any, anyone who wants to step up. I, I think I can get behind that. Oh shit, the call's still going. <laughs> <laughs> I closed my phone. It's still on speaker. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> anyone who wants to step up to the plate. Sorgstock, May nineteenth. Jamestown, Pennsylvania, any tag team, if you think you've got the motherfucking grapefruits, you ain't got shit on DOS. We are not walking out of there without both of our titles around our waists or shoulders because they're very small titles. That's right, I said it. You got it. It's I got a text message. Okay. <laughs> Somebody might be Twittering. <laughs> Hot damn, my cat! <laughs> I got a text message from Veronica informing me that my cat is wrangling an ant in my apartment. Exactly! Ant wrangling! Sword, you gotta match my intensity here! That's why I picked you as a tag partner. Not enough for the both of us. Our I'm cat the chased level. the spider. What? Mickey chased the spider. Mickey chased the spider. Your pet's matching the intensity of my pet. 
Sir, I think you have enough intensity for the both of us. Absolutely. You make them wonder. You're quiet. They can be like, oh, that mo- that's the motherfucker that doesn't talk and is just huge and imposing. And the best part is, there's two of you. <laughs> both named Sorg. Sorg to the second power. That's what's going on. I need to find someone else to take pictures so Matt can come out with us. Yeah. Anyone who wants to step up. Any tag team who thinks they're good enough to beat the OS. What are you pointing at? Laptop. <laughs> Why are you pointing at the laptop? We really got to get back to the mail. There's like two or three more. Oh, really? I, yeah, you only had one up. I thought little, there was only no, one. That's one. why I was going off if on a tangent. If you hit the next button. You didn't I know you're. Me, I, I'm sorry. I, did, I, I, I realized. Shit, son. That's why Shit, I said son. something because I realized you were trying to fill time. I'm getting off on a tangent. Okay. Please we'll, take we'll, a look at my friend's profile. We'll co sign back to the tangent later. Co sign back to the tangent? I'm sorry. I took calculus. It's, it's all good. It's all good. I gotta wait for the page to load. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the page what? to load. This is fucking fiber optics in here! Fiber optics! Fiber fucking optics! Alright, next tubes. up. Tubes! Big fucking tubes! Next up. Message from Mad Mike. Mad Mike. Mad Mike. Mad Mike. Guys. Expect a double-sized Mad Mike mail this week, but I posted this on a message board and figured you guys could talk about it if you want. Oh, yes, I, I skimmed over this. Mad Mike's eight steps to fix TNA. Number one, stop focusing on WWE. Basically, most of the major gimmicks in TNA has. <clears throat> Basically, most of the major gimmicks that TNA has been involved with in the past year or so have been angles, no pun intended, that have either exclusively relied on WWE, i.e., VKM or Rhino's ECW title or mentioned it in a roundabout way, or just flat out insulted them. Christian's entrance, anything to do with Angle. Do you know the reason why the WWE is better than TNA right now? It's not because of superior athletes or even superior storylines. Basically, the WWE forces on them, focuses on them, and for the most part starts to focus only on themselves. I agree. Number two, fire Vince Russo. Now, I know that Vince Russo is not responsible for most of the stuff TNA puts out there. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> you alright? I'm fine, yeah. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> you sure you don't need me to take over? I'm cool, okay. I'm cool. Now, I know that Vinso is not... Re- <laughs> it's not responsible for most of the stuff that TNA puts out, as it's a three-pronged writing team with Mantel and Jarrett. But I, but I hate to say it, but but I hate to say it, but the stigma of Vince Russo is really holding TNA back. The fact that Vince Russo was mostly responsible for the demise of WCW really holds a lot of stock with TNA fans. And any time a gimmick doesn't work or a segment flops, i.e. Electrified Steel Cage, the Fire Russo chance will start up again. Even if he had enough... <laughs> I saw the gesturing. I thought you were going to smack me. <laughs> Where was I? Even if he had nothing to do with it, but anytime you have fans chanting to fire someone specifically on your creative team, it's not good for business. You don't hear fans at WWE shows chanting, fire Laurinaitis, do you? That's true. That's absolutely true. I mean, you can just, old, old-time wrestling fan, they're turned off by WWE's product, there's all the Vince Russo problems, 
or the, there were the Vince Russo problems and all booking shit back in WCW, you say, yeah, there's but, this new stuff, TNA. And they're but like, then, oh, wow, who's involved? Oh, you know Jarrett Russo. Fuck that! I remember the Russo horse shit I had to deal with before. They're not going to watch. And then you also know that there's there's more people responsible for the WWE product. If not, uh, you know, and, and then you know it's all filtered through Vince McMahon. So or or Stephanie McMahon or whatnot. So you're just like, eh, still, you know, the McMahon's aren't going anywhere as long as we're watching this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of a non-issue because you're just like, you just kind of sigh and move on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one of the other things that I sadly have to give the WWE. They are very secretive about everyone who's on their staff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you go to the WWE corporate page, it's kind of hard to find. First off, the WWE corporate page is hard to navigate. You can only find what they want you to find. Second off, well, it's a marketing tool, and they use it as such. Exactly, but um, they they blow it's, up it's they blow find... they, they blow up on the front cover when some kid breaks his neck in Australia, and they need to do something about it. Say, exactly. hey, this is bullshit. Exactly. So, number three, three, we are wrestling. Really, uh, TNA? Uh, uh. Then prove it. Now, I say this knowing that if you really broke it down, that TNA has the superior athletes to WWE. But how often do we get to see them showcase their talents? When TNA first started, the main eventers were AJ, Killings, and Jarrett. While not the most charismatic guys, they are superior workers. However, TNA has just gotten more and more guys with charisma, so there should be better quality of wrestling, right? Wrong. TNA is keeping some of the best workers around, some of the best workers they have out of the spotlight. And they are building their franchises around the wrong people. You don't need stupid gimmicked up storylines and gimmicked up pay-per-views to show that you're superior product. Why not just show wrestling? The reason that so many folks are talking about WWE recently is because they will do something like having Sean and Cena work a one-hour match. Granted, it wasn't Steamboat Flair, but it told a story and captured everyone into it. Whereas TNA will have a five-minute, seven-man ladder match with the X Division stars. I rest my case. Number four, find your franchise players. And newsflash, TNA, the franchise players you have are not Kurt Angle, Sting, or Jeff Jarrett. Back when TNA started, the only reason I knew what TNA was is because I knew about the face of TNA, AJ Styles. Sort of gesturing to himself. Do we have to leave so you can touch yourself, look at yourself in Blender Magazine? Sorry, I got bored. That's cool. Wait a minute. I'll start playing this um, if you want someone with name recognition as the face of your company, how about Christian and Samoa Joe? Now, granted, Christian is still Christian still being the champ is a good thing, but how can any but can anyone tell me where Samoa Joe's been? If your answer is nowhere since he lost to Angle, then you are correct. Angle versus Samoa Joe should have been the Taz and Sabu of our generation. Yet, TNA decided to prematurely ejaculate this feud when Kurt was still physically broken down. Wouldn't it have been all the more sweeter if we to have Angle versus Jared or Sting to give a high-profile prof, high big name and have Joe continue his quest for the title by going through all of Christian's lackeys? Then, when Joe finally won the title, Angle would win the number one contendership after a couple of months of not even interacting with each other. Angle-Joe now actually has some meaning. Number five, give the mid-card something to do. I'm not talking about angles involving a self-made company or countless you-used-to-be-my-friend fights. I'm talking about a mid-card championship. Let's call a spade a spade. The X Division title is great, with all of its claims to be about no limits. Yet, you wouldn't see Rhino or Tomko or even Bobby Roode going for that belt. 
So guys like that are left to flounder in obscurity because they have no motivation to do anything. That This is why a mid-card title is needed for guys like Rude or Tomko or hell, even Steiner to better establish their characters. That was one big sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. The voice of TNA is not Mike Tanay or Don West. Change them. Now. Borash. Put Borash. Put Borash. Borash is great. Number seven. Two hours. And, a lot he's, of, and he's a good person. That's true. A lot of people say that going to two hours will completely fix TNA. Let me know when they can book one hour properly first. You don't need to cram every single person into every single show to book it properly. Number eight, live or Memorex. TNA fans are mostly internet folk like us. However, internet folk like us can read about three weeks of TNA programming all at once. Which, if we don't like what we read, we may not tune in to watch. Now, I'm not saying TNA should go live every week. They simply don't have the funds for that. But why not shift your tapings to Thursday ta Thursday nights, do one hour of live programming, then do one hour for next week after that. They would give some element of surprise to TNA's programming and more folks might actually watch watch this. However, if they don't do any of this, fuck TNA. Wow. Yes, indeed. There you have it. There you have it. There you have it. Oh, lordy. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Phil Sword. Phil! Oh, Phil. um, I, you know what? This might be a good time for a little break. I did have a statement I wanted to say on the show this week. Okay. Uh, as you know, uh, I've been, uh, uh, un unintentionally involved in a, a, a future race, uh, thanks to one lunchbox and a Twitter message. Uh, a number of and and what is what is that what is that about? Well, Sorgatron 08. I am putting in my vote for Sorgatron for president. 2008. Yes, yes. I even I even have those nice little uh, ribbons made up. Yes. And Sorgatron 08 ribbons. They're covered can, in you, circuitry. You can print your own over right at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Yes, now, indeed. I would like to thank the folks for uh, over at Cockeyed.com for giving me the tools to create my own um, ribbon. Now, uh, given this, and uh, even though I may be uh, not 35 yet, which you are required to be president... Um, we can we can still uh, we can still make a statement and win the write-in vote or a significant write-in vote. Absolutely. Much like the Jedi's. Much like the Jedi's. Yes. yes. The Jedi's. Have, if you don't know, there's a lot of them registered Jedi's out there. Now I know I know a lot of you people out there were planning on writing in Colbert uh, or not Colbert. Um, Stuart Colbert, John Stewart and Stephen Colbert. But you know what? We support them. We, we do support them. And invite them to our cabinet. When Absolutely. We um, but I think I, I have a running mate, and uh, he doesn't know this yet, but I want to put this out there. He uh, To some, he may be a homeboy. To some, uh, he may be a man of action. And we need that in our cabinet. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely. And to some, he may have grabbed your ass this uh, past Friday at uh, Super Indie. Doc Remy. <laughs> um, but he is one Chuck Roberts. That's right, the Chucky Rob. Chucky Rob. Chuck Roberts, if you are listening to this, and you probably aren't, that's why we'll uh, repeat the statement later on your MySpace page until you respond. Um, I invite you, Chuck Roberts, IWC's finest announcer ever, to please be my running mate for vice president for Tr Sorgatron 08. 
Sorgatron Roberts, yes. 2008, ladies and gentlemen. Sorgatron you hear Roberts. it here first go. on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I put that out there, man of action. I need a response. Sorgatron 5000. Chuck, man of action, Roberts. That's right. That's right. These are the only people that can take our country where it needs to go, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. He ain't afraid of a woman. Not afraid of a woman. Not afraid of Vicky Gambino. Nope. 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 He supports her and her endeavors. Not intimidated by, by Dennis Gregory. He's not intimidated. Not intimidated by mafia members. Nope. 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 Not intimidated. Whether it be Cleveland or moving. Not intimidated. Not intimidated. You say Cleveland or moving? Cleveland or moving. Yes. Cleveland Mafia. Gambino, Gambino moving. Um, so there you have it. And he also, rides a unicorn to shows. Has a pet unicorn. There's only one and he rides it. Chuck Roberts, man of action. There you go. And we've also uh, started thinking about a cabinet. Uh, I'd like to invite uh, IRS Mike Rotundo to be our Secretary of State, of course. Secretary of State. Uh, Secretary of the Treasury. IRS. Treasury. Treasury. I'm sorry. Yes. I got mixed up. Um, of course, Secretary of Defense. I want to be Sergeant Slaughter. Excellent, excellent, good stuff. I we overlook his his old uh, traitor no, thing should, should around ninety one. Should he be Secretary of Defense or Secretary of Homeland Security? No, Secretary of Defense because Secretary of Homeland Security. Super hentai. Yes, yes. Really? Hentai. Sure. Why not? <laughs> it was crazy. That yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. Super hentai. <laughs> and what else is there? What other positions that we need to fill? I don't know. I don't follow politics. Didn't you have, like, a democracy class or something? No. What kind of school did you go to? I didn't fucking pay attention, man. All we talked about was 9-11, because that was when it happened. Oh, shit, you were still in school when that happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was still in school when Columbine happened. That's a mindfuck. Yeah, I, was, I think I was too. But I, we're not a serious we're not podcast. about that! We're not a serious podcast! You know what we are? We are a podcast of the people. We are a podcast of, for the fans. If it weren't for the fans, we'd have no point in doing this podcast. They fuel us, and we provide them with excellent content. We are a podcast of the people, and as such, we have another mail. More mail. I'm a superstar. That tastes disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's cardboard. You're and cardboard. I think, it, I think it came from a Happy Meal box. It's on my head. <laughs> Anyways, fan mail. Yet another pissed off edition of Mad Mike Mail. First off, I saw Spider-Man 3 at midnight on opening night in IMAX. Jesus fucking Christ, it was awesome. Topher Grace is my idol. I thought you might want that back. <laughs> also, I got Spider-Man for the week. Slimy, Wii. man. You're slimy, oh. man. It's like you drooled on me. <laughs> also, I got Spider-Man for the Wii, and from what I've played so far, it's a lot of fun. But most of my weekend was dominated by two back-to-back -back SmackDown ECW house shows in Poughkeepsie, New York. The MVPs of the show were the four, count them, four ECW wrestlers on the show, RVD, Monty Brown, Burke, and Punk. They wrestled in both shows, and all four of them had awesome matches. In the night show, William Regal got busted the fuck up by Boogeyman, and it seriously looked like faceplate face version 2.0. I think I also saw the match where Kennedy got injured because it took him and Finley a long time to leave after the main event. My friends also got to meet Batista, and they said he was a really nice guy, but that's probably because they both have huge tits. 
They also said Matt Stryker signed some chick's upper thigh while holding on to her snatch and put three drops that said Stryker was here. What kind of teaser is he? What a douche. <laughs> Says it in the mail. What a douche. Moving along to Hero's thoughts before getting into wrestling. We're not a Hero's podcast. Not yet. <sighs> Remind me later, you asshole Java thing. <laughs> Sorry, Two weeks ago was a really slow build to what was an awesome episode this week, and so we saw Thompson, Linderman, and Ted all bite the... Dude, this is hero spoilers! Someday I want to watch this shit! Spoilers? It was on! There's one episode left! Really? Yes. Oh, Shiza. Two weeks ago was a really slow build. Go get an a... iTunes subscription. I will. Actually, you can watch them all online right okay. now. Oh, right yeah. now. All right. Damn it! I'm doing a show Damn right it. now! So it was an awesome episode this week. We saw Thompson, Linderman, and Ted all bite the big one, and DL putting his fist literally through Linderman's skull was insane. Hero and Sulu sword fighting was badass, although I think little Anato Ando's gonna die. Damn HRG really wants to shoot a little girl. Candace is really just a fat chick, and that makes me very sad. But the interaction with her and Micah, I've liked a whole lot. Nathan is gonna die next week. I can just feel it. Finally, did you guys hear they will be doing a hero spinoff for the summer? Fuck yes. Really? Okay, moving on to wrestling. First wow. off, fuck TNA. I went to this much more hey, detail hey, in the other message, and I said, a second. <laughs> "Okay." I have nobody to feed off. Of, so if I just. <laughs> Heroes is awesome. That's I'm just, really I'm just, all I have. I'm just looking at how much time we have left. Go for it. Dude, don't worry about time. Okay. What are we fucking worried about time? <laughs> Touche, salesman. First off, fuck TNA. I went into this I went into this in much more detail in the other message I sent, but then I read I read the results of Sacrifice or whatever the fuck the last pay-per-view name was. Angle winning the bout is the stupidest fucking decision ever, but then I go read the orbs, and it turns out the whole title match didn't Wait, count did, anyway. Did he write ooey-woo? No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> that was me. Way to go, TNA! Make your title seem less fucking important. Looks like the fucking Steiners versus the fucking 3D at Slammiversary will find... There's a lot of fucks in here. <laughs> at Slammiversary, which will finally give 3D the title of being the greatest tag team that isn't the Road Warriors. It's a misfit. It's a misfit. Sorgatron's being summoned. Continue. Greatest tag team that isn't named the Road Warriors... Or the Bulldogs, or the Heart Foundation, or even Edging Christian. Sting versus Daniels at Slammiversary should be interesting, I guess. At least Sting is staying away from the belt. I was shocked Jarrett lost to Rude, but it will only lead to a giant burial of Rude later. Black Machismo should be X Division champ. Maybe. Before we get into WWE, I just wanted to apologize that I won't be able to make it down for Sorgstock because I have a Mets-Yanks game on Friday with one of my hot lady friends, and then I'm going out drinking afterwards. Cross your fingers for me, boys, but I'm still going to try and plan a trip to Pittsburgh, and you guys are still always welcome up here. I just got Spider-Man for the Wii, and I've been Wib-Wib-Wib. W-I-I-B, that's exceptionally clever, slinging all over New York City. Also, I got this marble game that is like crack. Why don't we do crack? Because it's a ghetto trap. That's correct! But we do play marble games. Uh, and also, we will be missing you at Sorgstock, but you can pick up the DVD or just watch the shit online. As for WWE, I really haven't watched anything in the past two weeks. The only thing I'm absolutely thrilled with is Edge as the new world champion. The Cena Kali angle doesn't excite me. Lashley's drama is really old now. Batista doesn't deserve, deserve a shot at Edge. Carlito's turn was way too late to mean anything. 
But Benoit has really been showing MVP the ropes, and I actually find ECW and the Raw Women's Division the only things I want to see each week. Excuse me. I even bypassed last night's main event because I knew exactly what would happen to watch the 97 Rumble. Uh, what he's talking about, of course, is the cage match where they both climbed out, their feet hit at the same time, same thing happened to 97 Royal Rumble horseshit. And a little mini rant here, there are too many goddamn pay-per-views. It seems that one of the main, event, the main reasons most of us complain about wrestling now is that the writing is terrible. To be honest, I really can't I can't really blame WWE. When you have a pay-per-view every three fucking weeks, it's hard to build up feuds. For that matter, it's hard to build up feuds for that matter. I'll I help book for an online e-fed and writing stories for that shit is fun where there is at least six to eight weeks between pay-per-views. You have no t you have time to fully let a story develop and take shape before you can close it out close it out at a pay-per-view. Now, however, with everyone from all three brands being put into every pay-per-view, the shitting shitty writing that was coming for each brand every two months has become really shitty writing coming at us every three weeks or so. Honestly, I didn't even know Judgment Day was Sunday until I heard JR say it last night. As a little side note, me, DJ Lunchbox, I didn't know Judgment Day was on Sunday until Sorg fucking texted me about it today. I forgot TNA had a pay-per-view entirely until I read the results. Yeah, we knew they had a pay-per-view. A lot of fucking good it did us. Fucking Comcast. Uh, it just seems every single pay-per-view has been full of slapdash matches and poor-ass booking. It's no wonder UFC pay-per-views own wrestling. I say if TNA or WWE wants to truly revolutionize their product, drop five pay-per-views a year. It will make the ones that are left seem more important and actually worth the 30 to 40 bucks we shell out to see them, which I've stopped doing because on WWE 24-7 about three to four months after every pay-per-view, they show it on demand for a whole month and rent. Really? Anyways, I don't know if I'll be in the chat room tonight because my little sister came home from London this past weekend and we may be hanging out tonight. So if I don't talk to you guys tonight, this has been Mad Mike bringing you the shit you never wanted to know and transmission. P.S. I hope you like my endorsements from Randy and Dusty. P.P.S. Watch for the ABCs of Mad Mike for the whole summer. A regular gimmick email. Awesome. There you go. There you go. Super I, duper. We did get a hero's comment from the chat room. I would fuck the cheerleader hard. Dude, how, how old is she? Well, I'm sure she's legal age in real life. Yeah, you're legal, legal age in real life. Huh. Okay. Anything else? Another Mac. This is Mac mail. <laughs> Here's my little contribution to Fan of the Week. Lots of Mickey James nude pictures. Oh, yeah. Then there's a link. Also, here's the event I'm going to later this month. Go over it if you please. Okay, let's uh, check these out in order of importance. <laughs> Sorg? Yes. Phil. Phil. Nudity Holy thing. shit, Whoa. that is a lot of naked pictures. Wow. Okay. Um, I think you filled it pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, I've seen I, them all already. I, I kind of got thrown off my game here. <laughs> um, um, yes. 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 Twos. Whatever. Okay. Okay, let's see here. Uh, PWA Mayhem Prairie Wrestling Alliance. 
I think I saw that from the chat room. Uh, it's apparently in Edmonton, Canada. Uh, let me take a look here. Yeah, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Nice. Uh, TNA Wrestling Main Event. Johnny Havoc Divine versus Samoa Joe. Nice. Semi-Main Event. Gold Dust versus Hannibal. Excellent. Mm. Abdullah the Butcher versus Tex Gaines. Interesting. Phoenix Taylor versus Chris Steele. Whatever. Um, Jim the Anvil Neidhart versus Apocalypse. I saw a match Apocalypse versus Samoa Joe. Not bad. Yeah. Um, PWA Cruiserweight title match. Marky Mark versus Dusty Adonis. Special guest referee Pete Wilson. I'm just only going to read the ones with names I recognize. That's it. That's all you got? <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, my lappy top back. Lappy top? Yes. Because uh, I, I have a few things I want, I want to plug there. Let me, I got I to gotta make sure that there's no more mail here. All right. Uh, we got a message from Marissa. She was uh, encouraging us to check out some website. Please review the information below and complete your process. We are accepting your loan application for refinance, debt consolidation, home improvement, second mortgage, line of credit. <laughs> Our lender, lenders are ready to give you a loan. <laughs> Finally, we can have the Wrestling Mayhem Show Halfway House. Dude, our approval process will take one minute. Click here and fill the quick form. No social security, no credit check, 100% guaranteed. Forward this to Chess Flexor. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> um, do that. There you go. Okay, uh, I think because we need a fan of the week. Uh, we do need a fan of the week. Give Chad another try. I'll give Chad another try. If not, uh, I'm not going to venture to make the selection. Because we, seriously, we it's it's hard. Because, I mean, Mad Mike really threw it down. And so did Matt, so did, uh, so did Mac. And yes. so, did, so did Brian Chappelle. If you, you know don't what? get a hold of him, he will have to give a double. We'll have to give a fan of the week next week. Yeah. Or this week. Hmm. Um, and, I mean, you also, you also got to remember from last week, Veronica throwing up that Batista is men talk picture that's pretty that's fucking true. awesome that's true not to mention jamie throwing up all kinds of awesome videos on the myspace page so hot diggity shit man yeah it's just it's chad needs to be here to make these kind of tough decisions he does because he's used to it makes it every week he does and if you haven't seen the the, the, Ma the mayhem page has has blown up on myspace literally blown up with the videos and stuff so go check that out Oh boy! Chad, oh, oh, God damn it, Chad the Shad! Right Press one. Chad the Shad, this is Sorgatron 08 for Sorgatron 08 for President. You are fucking responsible. For helping Sorgatron 08 in his waka waka all the way to the White House with his new announced running mate, Chucky Robbie. That's right, Chuck Roberts, man of action of the IWC. Vote Sorgatron 08. Sorry, that's all I had. Dude, it's. I didn't turn it off yet. No, no, you didn't. Okay. Sorgatron 08, the unblinking eye. There you go. The man of action, Chuck Roberts. Sorgatron 2008. Chest Flexor is selling his pizza in lieu of receiving a bank loan. From the chat around here, Chad, it's getting pretty crazy. Uh, it says, uh, I am going to burn Chad with a cigarette and, oh, slap, Jesus Christ. and slap his mom in the face with my cock. 
Someone's they're fucking stealing yeah. my gimmick. Yeah, yeah. This I'm not gonna tell you who's doing that in the chat room. <laughs> it's not me, man. It's seriously someone in the chat room, it ain't me. Right. Man, he can take long messages. Anyways, time to wrap up. Wrap up time. Nothing else we need. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll get to that. Um, because William. Yes. So what did strong. you learn this week in wrestling? Ooh, what did I learn from this weekend? Wrestling. Uh, actually, I figured this out a few days ago. Wrestling makes me sad, Sorg. Wrestling makes me sad. I feel bad. I feel sympathy for people. I feel sympathy for Ken Kennedy. I feel sympathy for The Undertaker. Because seriously, The Undertaker is a legend. He does so much for the company. Seriously, people, they bounce back and forth. Undertaker has always been a company man. Always worked for WWE. Never jumped ship. Not once did he entertain ideas of going to WCW. He is The Undertaker. The WWE's one solid mainstay. And he had that title, which he richly deserves. I will beat the shit out of anyone out in the entire webs who wants to argue with me that The Undertaker did not deserve another fucking title run. Because he does. He deserved it. And this fucking horrible, really fucking bad bicep injury has robbed him of it. So when he comes back, if he doesn't get another title run, it's bullshit. Ken Kennedy. A, a long time ago, go back and check the archives. We have always said that this guy has a good future. He deserves a push. He's good on the mic. He's talented. He's a talented wrestler. Straight up and down. Ken Kennedy deserves the push. He was finally getting the push he deserved. Money in the bank. If he wasn't going to cash it in at WrestleMania, it probably, with The Undertaker's injury, it wasn't going to be Edge. It was going to be Kennedy cashing that shit in and picking up the World Heavyweight Championship. Finally getting the push he deserves. Another injury. Out for six to eight weeks. Which, oh, we didn't mention that. His injury is not as bad as we thought. Kennedy's injury, not out for week, not out for months. He's only going to be out for a few weeks. So I wish him a speedy, speedy and complete recovery and come back and claim the push that he deserves. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, I do feel bad for the lost opportunities of The Undertaker and Ken Kennedy. However, I am very glad that the person that, that does get the push, does get to capitalize on this, is Edge. Because I do have to, I mean, you guys know my thoughts on Cena. I won't rant. I'm okay with him. That doesn't mean I have to like him. Edge, on the other hand, I, I, I seriously, honestly think that he is one of the best heels in the wrestling business today, period. And if he gets a push, whether it be on SmackDown, because of this misfortune, fine. And you know what? I like him being on SmackDown anyway because when Triple H comes back, Edge is out of the crosshairs. That's what I learned in wrestling this week. Sword! Two! Electric! Boogaloo! Silent Ninja, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Comcast sucks if you're a wrestling fan. Absolutely! <laughs> well now you're on the spot Sorgatron Sorgatron 5000 Upgraded You're no longer running on coal You are running on gears and widgets Sorgatron 
What did you learn from this week in wrestling? Uh, well, I, I I learned I learned um, how great interaction, if you especially if you're a heel, is uh, in wrestling from this past IWC. That was loud. From this past IWC show, at Super Indie, Fabius Machesi, Fabius Sean Machesi, great. Oh yeah, yeah. Great, great. Chad giving him the thumb up and giving the double bird back, fantastic. And of course, Chad doesn't even bat you know bat an eye at it. He's still cheering the whole time like a wrestling coach on the side. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, of course, I think it helped. I told him that that was a thumbs up in Europe. I'm not sure if that's true. Um, could be. Could be. Could, could be. be. For that night, it was. Could be. Um, but again, you know, fantastic show by them. I'm always astonished at how good a show they can pull off. So absolutely. I mean, you know. Thank you to Norm Connors for putting on another excellent show. And if you don't live in the area and want to know what we're talking about, want to see it. Was he the glory that is IWC? Well, you just go on to IWCWrestling.com and you can pick up their DVDs. Yes, I got a whole fuckload of merchandise. Go ahead and pick up a best of DVD for last year. A lot of good matches last year. Double disc set. Pick up the best. I highly encourage getting the Super Indie Six DVD. Yes. If anything, yes. just for Zion Ruckus. Yes. Uh, fantastic. And then. And then. Um, Asriel. Asriel. Asriel and uh, Sanjay, fantastic match. Was it Asriel and Shima, wasn't it? Asriel and Shima. Fantastic. That even, is not a match even, to be glazed over. Even Sweeney Zima was Sweeney Shima. Good, good shit. Good um, shit. I also want to throw a shout out. Uh, I've been talking to uh, uh, David Tudelf lately on the IM uh, last few days, and he's been telling me about this uh, new fed down in Uniontown. Really? Yeah. I've been to Uniontown. I I've driven through it, I guess. Joe, oh, there's an update. Holy crap! What? My cat. What about your cat? She is bored. <laughs> She's bored with chasing the ant. She no longer gives a shit. She is now cuddling with an umbrella. Oh. Uh, cuddling with an umbrella. But if you are down in the Uniontown area and not making it to Sorkstock this Saturday. And then you, fuck you! Oh shit! <laughs> then you need to stop. No excuse. Um, there's nothing going on in Uniontown. Really? Except for this new Fed, Sorg's gonna push. UCW Survival of the Fittest Saturday, May nineteenth, bell time seven thirty at I don't know where it is. I think it's a VFW. Probably. It's not. Um, the only thing in Uniontown is a dirt mall and a worse dirt mall, and then. The VFW! I do believe it's on your local VFW, but WD, former WWE star Zach Gowan will be there. I got no comment. Don't okay. <laughs> you can check them out at, and, make, and here you go, freewebs.com slash UCW, the number four, and ever. UCW forever. Exactly. So go check them out. They're a starting company, um... But they apparently have some decent contacts. You got Zach Cowan coming. Ruckus is coming to a future event during the summer. Mm -hmm. uh, they have those dates on there. But you know what? What? May 19th. If you're not going to that show in Uniontown... Look out for Kane. You are fucking coming to Sorgstock. And if you're not, fuck you. You're and a good not promo, you, man. If not you, fuck your mother. Come to Sorgstock. We won't rape your family. <laughs> <laughs> That's goddamn right. Uh-huh. We will send Silent Ninja, and he will eat the jawbones of your children. <laughs> and also the dogs. 
For info on that, check out westernphjugglers.com <laughs> slash Sorgstock for all of the information. We got, of course, linked over at the WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And just as a small reminder, we will have music and wrestling. It will be, music, of course, wrestling, food. No clue. No M clue. MCK is providing the uh, PA. And, of course, some guys called Crap. Crap. Who, uh, if you go over to EmpireExtreme.com, Oh, look who's on the cover along with Typo Negative. Okay, C-R-A-P. Okay, it's just our name, but we're in there. Nevertheless. Yes. And, of course, also debuts by MCLB, this guy right MCLB. here. MCLB. 8-bin player 2 of NES. Rolling with 8 And we did, if you didn't catch in part 1, we did talk to Chachi a little bit about that 8-bit. Chachi, 8-bit, NES. I'm sorry, go. And also another. You go. I'm, and I'm also somebody else might rhythm. be joining us for that. And, of course, our matches. We got the three guys, three stages of hell, three titles. Pinfall, Hardcore, TLC, European Hardcore, Undisputed. With Doc Remedy, Chad the Shad, and the Scion, of course. I figured you'd have something to say about that. The Mexican border jump match with Mexican Jew Wizard, Rochambeau, Sweaty Snatch, and perhaps lizard, more Mexicans. Lizard, Mexican Jew Lizard, not Mexican Jew Wizard. There is no fucking way I could book Mexican Jew Wizard. You know how much fucking money he wants? He doesn't. He doesn't want money, Sorg. He wants sandwiches. I can't provide that much deli. It's hard to ship without it going bad. <laughs> He doesn't and, he hate Mexican Jew Wizard hates tacos. And of course, we they got, don't have deli. And of course, we have a three or four way tag team title extravaganza. Destruction of Supremacy, of course, with a border more robust weekly features. And of course, Team DCW will be there. Don't even bother announcing the other teams. They don't have a fucking chance. There you go. They're just going to come out and lay down and get pinned. That's the end of the story. And we will have a DCW feature match with R Kill versus Big Orange Kid. Absolutely. He's orange. He's big. It's the BWO. Blah! Okay. And, uh, of course, you know, go over westernpajugglers.com, Sorgstock. We got videos, promo videos. You can check out some of the old action from years past. Absolutely. matches. And see how these feuds have built over the years. They have. Yes. By the way, <laughs> I gotta throw something out there. Because you will. Because you will go back and you will watch how these feuds have built over the years. There's a little discrepancy. A little discrepancy. Myself and Sorgatron here. We have had our differences in the past. The motherfucker hit me with a VCR, but it's alright. It's alright. He hit me with a VCR, and he got, I got back up, and he's like, Wow, look at that motherfucker. That's impressive. And I was like, God damn, that motherfucker hits hard with a VCR. There's a tape in it, too. There was a tape in it. I don't know what it was. I think it might have been Golden Girls, because the back of my head itched. But it doesn't matter. Maybe My Little Pony, I'm not sure. Oh, dear. <laughs> Either way, we set aside our differences. We have mutual respect for each other. We're teaming up. Unstoppable Force, Destruction of Supremacy, May 19th. Tag titles in the bag. That's what I got to say about that. Or sack, as it were. Satchel. There you go. Satchel ass. Yes, yes. Of course, the weekly features aren't here. Let's say their piece, because... Okay, well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'll say the piece for the weekly features, all right? I'm Doc Remedy. I'm going to say something borderline really gay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm Chad the Shad. I can't believe I tagged with him. Here's something else that's really borderline gay. Me. 
Weekly features. Weekly That's... features in a in a nutshell. In a nutshell. And of course, uh, we haven't heard from. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough for this week. <laughs> Go check out all that shit I just talked about. Check out monkeyflingspoo.com. Check out the Silent Ninja's MySpace because he needs friends. That came out really bad. I'm sorry. Oh, I was not hitting me like that. Anyways. Silent uh, Ninja, drop a bomb on us. Hot damn. Hitting yourself doesn't work on the radio. Yes, it does. Doesn't even have to use words. His actions are powerful enough. Ladies and gentlemen... We are the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Whether two or four, we leave you wanting what, wanting more. Whether four or three, this is the place to be, ladies and gentlemen. We are the Wrestling Mayhem Show. It doesn't matter how many of us there are, because we are always on top of the game. We are wrestling on the internet. Thank you very much for listening. Sorgatron, DJ Lunchbox, Silent Ninja... We are out. Cue up the music, Sorg. Cue up the music. It's not plugged in, Sorg. It's not plugged in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, I'll talk about I'll talk about Sorgstock more. Here's what's going on at Sorgstock. Three stages of L match. That was my... <laughs> Problems? <laughs> Those motherfuckers don't stand a chance against me. The last fucking scion of hardcore. Where's the music? This is the part where I scream over the music. There it is. Now it's fading. Now everybody. I can we just defended. We're sorry. Oh, Lighten the fuck up. It's the internet. Thanks to all our fans out there. We I really appreciate you listening. Now go and fucking tell some more people about us, huh? We'd like to thank the very fine people at TalkShoe for helping so many of our fans get their wrestling mayhem fix. That's right, TalkShoe.com. Go check us out on the website, chat with us live, find out when our next show is, because we know you want some more. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in front of no studio audience in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it is a joint venture of WPAJ Radio and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Good night, Michelle.